In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony today. We had last night at the charismatic prayer meeting about 150 people, if not more, people hungry and thirsty for the Lord. Oh, yes, one woman told me, I come to get my joy for the week. There was great joy there last night. Tessa said that to the people, that there was great joy, joy, joy. And it's wonderful. There were a lot of healings that took place last night. There was a young boy who was praying to the Lord, let him call out backs. So I called out backs. I didn't know he was praying that. And he was healed. He was healed. My Lord, this is what happens. I had a word that people who were angry were being set free from anger. And that's that's God doing these things. God, tell us what you saw last night, Anthony. Yeah, we saw the power of God, the release of the Holy Spirit. There was so much angelic activity. At one point, we were all just quietly singing Alleluia, worshiping the Lord, and the Lord released a ministry of angels to come in. There were people who were healed. One lady, the first lady to call in yesterday, when she came in, she said hi to me, and she had such bad arthritis in her hands. And even before the charismatic meeting got going I just had a quick prayer and when I saw her later her arthritis in her hands were completely freed from all pain the Lord was healing childhood trauma last night he was releasing keys to freedom and you know I believe that these keys are still here as me and father Tom testify to the meeting we can receive and we pray Lord that you pour out everything you poured out last night just pour your spirit out but keys to freedom the word the Lord was giving me the past two weeks was freedom freedom in the spirit freedom in life the fullness of life that a lot of people have never gone to experience but when we walk in the power of God and God was given the keys to the kingdom and the kingdom becomes activated in us when we walk as we're meant to walk in we're meant to walk in the fullness of life the fullness of joy the fullness of creativity the fullness of love God is the fullness and he wants a fullness for you and your life you know, and it comes with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which occurred last night. And Father, we just pray that you just release everything you release, all the anointings, all the angels, all the fire of Christ. When we were praying for people, people were falling down in the Holy Spirit, and I would begin to see just columns of fire coming down from heaven and just consuming people and people in God's loving fire, which in that fire, it burns out everything that's not of God, and it starts to consume us in His love. So, Father, we just ask for a greater release of the fire in your kingdom as me and Father Tom preach your word. Amen, amen, amen. Just make plans to come next week, yeah. Wednesday, at 6.05 Mass upstairs in the church and 7 o'clock Charismatic Prayer Meeting. Oh, yes, how wonderful it is 
when people come hungry and thirsty and desperate. God comes and does what he needs to do. Someone came up to me and said, that anger issue was about me. Well, you know what? We gave it to the Lord. We asked for his peace. We asked for his joy. We asked for his love. This is what it's all about. The church in need. You know, the church is like a hospital. Yeah. That's what it's like. And the people that come need a physician to heal them, and his name is Jesus. Oh, yes, yeah. Jesus is Dr. Jesus. He knows how to do things. We had the woman whose uh, rotary cuff was healed last week, and she was so grateful for what God had done for her. I'm reading from the 19th chapter of St. Luke. As they were listening to this, he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem and because they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately. So he said, a nobleman went to a distant country to get royal power for himself and then return. He summoned ten of his slaves and gave them ten pounds and said to them, Do business with those until I come back. But the citizens of the country hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, We do not want this man to rule over us. Do you want Jesus to rule over you? Oh, Jesus, I surrender to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender to you. Take care of everything. A lot of people don't want Jesus to rule over them. Oh, yes, what will he lead me to Africa? Well, you know what? If he leads you to Africa, he's going to put it in your heart. If not, you'd ruin the poor Africans. You see, if it's not in your heart, it's, you don't have to fear. I used to be afraid that God would send me uh, to a country that I didn't know. And somebody said to me, unless God puts it in your heart, then he will send you, because you'd make those people miserable. That's real. That's real. Do you let Jesus rule over you? His grace, his power, his love. Do you make Jesus your ruler? Where are you today with Jesus? Are you close to him? Is he your Savior? Is he your Lord? Do you give him all your experiences? I have someone being panicky. Oh, just take the panic and give it to Jesus. Tell him I give it to you as a gift today, that it will not bother me anymore. I remember Pat LaCola. She had agoraphobia and suffered from panic attacks. She was in a swimming pool and the panic attack hit her while she's in the pool. And she said, no, in Jesus' name, it's gone. And she was healed. She was healed in the middle of a panic attack. You see, God knows how to do what he needs to do. But we need to have him rule over us. We need to have him rule over us. We all need a king. We don't want to be our own kings. And that's because of love. The Lord's just telling me to speak to my people about my love. 
So part of love is trust. And the, Jesus is saying, what can't you trust me with? You can trust me with everything. I turn your pain in pro into promise. I turn your rocks into gold. You know, everything we give to the Lord, he returns to us as a treasure. When we give him our pain, he returns it with glory. You know, as the Lord was healing childhood wounds last night, he was releasing the anointing that to the knowledge of the deeper the wound is, the more room that God's glory can fill it. That God is just looking for you today to come into an intimate encounter with him, but it's comes through trust. You know, there's, it's like a bridge between you and Jesus when you just surrender to him and you trust him fully. And over that bridge, all the bad stuff just goes right under it. And the Lord just walks you right over into a divine life with him, a life of love and joy and peace and patience and all of his goodness you know every every act that's ever occurred in your life good bad or indifferent the lord can transform it into a an act of love and grace when you give it to him you know today let your lowest lows you give it to the lord and it becomes the highest of highs and the greatest grace you ever encountered he uses everything to the good for those who love him and those who trust him and he's just pouring out right now the father's love upon all of us and he's just saying i'm a good father to you i'm a good father come into my arms let me hold you let me hug you let me embrace you in my tender love and compassion in my mercy i have so much mercy for you I'm not mad at you. There's nothing you can do that will make me love you any less or any more. Where I have you right now is perfect because it's right where you need to be to get to where I want to take you. And I want to take you from glory to glory. I want to take you into a glorious inheritance in your future. I want to use you and unlock the keys to heaven within you. It gives you the keys to live in a kingdom life on this earth. And you know, everything that's happened in your life has taken you to this point right here, right now. So that you can move to a place of trust and surrender in me. I don't want you to have trust in me. I want you to have the trust of me. God doesn't have faith. He is faith. So as you just let me minister to you and you open wide to me, because all you need to do is receive me and receive my love and receive my faith and receive my compassion. You cannot do it on your own. No one can. All we do is we open wide to God and we start to receive all of him in his fullness. And then we start to encounter his goodness and we start to be transformed on the inside into what God is. And God is love and God is faith and God is trust. And he's releasing all of those virtues and characteristics onto you now. So that you can walk in freedom and all the all the fullness that God has for you. For freedom Christ has set you free. He does not want to see you in bondage. 
He does not want to see you tied up. He wants to loose those chains. But many of us with our chains, what we do is we kiss them. We say, oh, you know, it doesn't happen to me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm one of the people that God forgot about. That's a lie. comes from hell. He wants to break your chains. He wants to break your ropes. He wants to set you free. If the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. If the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. Lord, I surrender to you. Take care of everything. Jesus, I surrender to you. Take care of everything. Jesus, I surrender to you. Take, Take care, care of everything. everything. Let me continue. When he returned, having received royal power, he ordered his slaves, to whom he had given money, to be summoned so that he might find out what they had gained by trading. This is interesting. This is an interesting experience. The first came forward and said, Lord, your pound has made ten more pounds. He said to him, Well done, good slave, because you have been trustworthy in a very small thing. Money is very small. If you can't be trusted with money, he's not going to trust you with people. Oh, yes. Listen to the rest. Take charge of ten cities. Then the second came, saying, Lord, your pound has made five pounds. He said to him, And you rule over the cities. Then the other came and said, Lord, here is your pound. I wrapped it up in a piece of cloth, for I was afraid of you, because you are a harsh man. You take what you did not deposit, and you reap what you did not sow. He said to him, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked slave. You knew did you you knew you knew did you that I was a harsh man taking what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow? Why then did you not put your money in the bank? Then when I returned you have collected it with interest. He said to the bystanders, Take the pound from him and give it to the one who has ten pounds. And they said to him, Lord, he has ten pounds. I tell you, to all those who have, more will be given. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. But for these enemies of mine, who did not want me to rule over them as king, bring them here and slaughter them in my presence. I'm not going to talk about money, y'all. I'm going to talk about people. How many people you bring into heaven? You yourself, you're the one pound. How many are you bringing to heaven? The world is desperate for the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are the ones that need to go out and bring people to Jesus and Jesus to people. Oh, yes. Last night we had a healing service and people were healed. But you know what? Next week I'm going to tell people it's not only us who pray for people, but God wants you to pray for people. Barbara Savellis was there, and she had told me a story that she had prayed with a man with cancer, and he was healed. Oh. 
So you see, it's not only with Father Tom and Anthony and the priests. It's for you. It's for you. How many people are you going to bring to heaven with you? Or are you going to say, well, you know, I'm shy. I'm timid. Well, you know what? That's no excuse. People are dying and going to hell. And we are the ones that are called the light of the world and the salt of the earth. How many people are you going to bring with you to heaven? This is the answer I want to hear from you. This is what God wants to hear from you. He wants you to invest yourself in people. Invest yourself in people. Oh, yes, that's what he wants you to do. Do you do it perfectly? No. There's something happened to me recently, and I've shied away from what happened. And the Lord said, Why are you shying away? I said, Lord, I'm afraid. And he said to me, Don't be afraid. I love that person. Oh, yes. I love that person. That's you. That's you. How many people are going to bring to heaven? That's an important question that we need to ask. An important question. My Aunt May, she was severely depressed. And she came to my house. And I brought her into my bedroom, which is very small. And she invited Jesus into her heart. The only thing I could do was to help her invite Jesus into her heart. That same week, someone asked her to go to a prayer meeting. She already had Jesus in her heart. She became a prayer warrior. Everybody would ask prayers from Aunt May. Why? Because God used the depression and changed it to a, to a gift of joy, a gift of the presence of God. Aunt May was a prayer warrior. God used her mightily because she allowed him to be used. She allowed Jesus to use her. What about you? What about you today? Do you allow the Lord to use you today? Or are you saying, well, you know, that's for the priest. Yes, it's for the priest, but it's for you too. That's why we're on the radio telling you in season and out of season. It doesn't only... Rely on the priest. It relies on you. God wants you to to bring people to heaven, and to bring people to Jesus, and Jesus to people. He wants you put your finger on your heart, your index finger, and say, "The Lord wants me to bring people to heaven, to bring people to heaven." That's my job. That's my job. That's my job. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. 
Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and brought forth in Bethlehem. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, we call on the blood of Jesus in Russia and in the Ukraine and in that part of the world. We call on the blood of Jesus to bring life rather than death, to bring peace rather than confusion. In the name of Jesus, we pray. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.